Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 10. That's where we're at this morning. One thing. Are you ever distracted in your mind thinking about something else? So you couldn't be present when it was time to hear God's word or read God's word. Have you ever been that? Like you read five pages and you don't even remember a thing you read. Or you're trying to listen to your audio Bible and you started in chapter one and now you're in chapter 12 and you're like, wait a minute, I don't even know that I even paid attention to that. My mind has been somewhere else. You know, I, I, think, I was thinking about this and I think that we, we are distracted. Worry distracts us. You know, when we're worried about something, we can't really focus on what we're supposed to be doing or what we're supposed to be paying attention to. My mom used to tell me when I was a kid, it's a sin to worry. I'd worry that I was sinning because I was worrying. <laughs> it just compounded the problem. But think about all the things that distract us. The enemy distracts us. Family can distract us. Entertainment can distract us. News can distract us, especially now. Our phones can distract us. Have you ever had your phone and you, you go to make a phone call and you pick it up and you realize you have five text messages, so you look at those and then you're going through those and then the next thing you know is like, oh, I got to do this other thing. And so then you're looking up a website because you have to figure out what you need to tell that person. And then five hours later, like, oh yeah, I was supposed to call that person. Yeah. Or you put your phone down without actually doing the thing you originally picked it up to do. We live in a time and in a place where we are constantly being bombarded by everything around us. And it is, it's, the enemy loves it because it, it distracts us. They say that the average, the, I remember it used to be 30 seconds, but they say now that the average attention span of somebody is, of a person is seven seconds. I believe it. We're so distracted. And everything is, is bombarding and calling for our attention. I think that's one of the greatest, if not the greatest, problems we face as Americans. We're distracted by so many things. And Martha saw the, or excuse me, Mary saw the importance of Jesus' word and didn't allow anything to distract her. That's a superpower, right? To sit with laser-wrapped attention upon Jesus with Martha banging and huffing and puffing, and she's like, I'm not paying attention to her. I got my eyes fixed on Jesus. I think that that's what we need. I can just picture Mar- Martha taking a stance in front of Jesus. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> so she starts out with, Lord, don't you care? Have you ever said that? Don't you care? You know, look what's going on. Don't you care that my sister has left me to serve alone? I love this. Remember she called him Lord. Therefore, tell her to help me. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> this is so crazy. Now, I mean, we could see something like this happening. You know, I think that we've probably had maybe a family gathering where somebody went a little ballistic. You know, 
maybe they forgot to take their meds or something, but they went completely limp, limbic, you know, right in front of the whole family, and it was a little embarrassing. It was like, ooh, you know, but then it was okay after that. But, you know, it's different here, and I, I think that's something we don't appreciate about the culture that we're talking about is they're, they're kind of a, a group mentality culture, and we're an individual we're an individualistic culture. So we're thinking mostly about ourselves and our culture, which, you know, there's benefits and pitfalls to both cultures. But, but we, we tend to focus in on ourselves and what we're thinking and what we like and what we don't like. And, you know, and, and that's, that's different. In, in their culture, it was all about the group. And, and the other thing about our culture is we live in a guilt culture. You know, are you guilty or are you innocent? Are you right or are you wrong? And it's super important for us. You know, if I'm right, I'm going to stand on my principles because I'm right. You know, and that's kind of an individualistic thing. But in their culture, they live in a, a shame culture. And a shame culture is very different because it doesn't matter if you're right. You do everything you can not to bring shame, which has its downfalls. And in fact, if, you know, in, in a Muslim country, if, you know, a young woman decides she wants to be a Christian, she accepts the gospel, it's just right for her family to kill her to bring, restore, to restore honor to the family. Because that brings shame on the family. If a woman is being beaten in her home, she would never tell anyone. Because it would bring shame upon her and her family that she's in a, in a marriage where there's abuse happening. Of course, it happens a lot. I heard one, cleric, one Muslim cleric tell, I, saw, I watched this video, he's like, you need to love your wife. Do not hit her in the face. It's like, seriously? That's loving your wife? You know, abuse her, but don't punch your face. You know, that's not loving. You know, but that's just the, the culture that they live in, and that's the way that they look at it. And so if someone were to say, my husband's been beating me, she's bringing shame upon her husband, but she's bringing shame upon herself, too, on her family. And so this is a shame culture. And so to stand up and say, my sister is not serving along with me where she's supposed to be, brings shame upon Mary. And, and so it's a little bit bigger deal in, in their culture than it is in our culture. In verse 41, it said, Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. I was thinking about that. Martha's worried and troubled. That phrase, worried and troubled, it really sums up our world today, isn't it? I mean, our, our world is filled with worries and troubles and the things, everything that we, we are experiencing right now and looking at, you know, you watch the news and you're just like, wow. It reminded me of a church bulletin. Once read this: "Don't let worry kill you. Let the church help." <laughs> and I only say that because I think it's true. Sometimes, you know, it seems to me it's the Christians. Who, you know, they're out there telling you all this stuff that's going on, and this is happening, and that's happening, and everything else is happening. And I'm guilty of that too. So I'm not, you know, pointing my finger at anybody. I think that it's easy for us to fixate on all the things that are going wrong. And forget what I've told you many times, and I've been guilty of forgetting it. The things are not falling apart. They're not coming apart. The, it's coming together. Just like Jesus said it would. That times are going to get worse and worse, and then the end will come. And that's what we understand as Christians. And so we shouldn't be looking at it in that perspective, but rather, wow, as the world gets more unsettled and more troubled and everybody's freaking out, we have a solution. We have peace that we can offer them. And, and this is a perfect time to be a Christian because so many people are open to hope and the gospel message. 
And so we just have to have a different perspective. Aren't you glad that we can escape by sitting at Jesus' feet and realizing that he is still on the throne and everything is still under control? I think sometimes we act as though we don't have Jesus when it comes to troubles and anxieties in this world. Jesus used the same word worried many times in the Gospels, but I think probably the one time he used it that was it really helps us to understand what, what he's trying to say to Martha in, in a lot of ways is in Matthew chapter 6. Now, this word worried means to take thought of something and, and to the extreme, to fixate on something, to be consumed by the thought of something. And in Matthew chapter 6, verse 25, Jesus said, Therefore I say to you, do not worry or take no thought. If you have the King James, this is what it says, take no thought of your life. Do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? And so Jesus tells us this, you know, the the basic necessities of life, don't worry about those things. And then he goes on to illustrate, and he says, you know, consider the birds of the air. They don't toil or spin or gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And not one bird falls to the ground without his notice, right? And, and then he goes on to talk about the lilies of the field. Consider the lilies of the field. He says, Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. And yet it's here today, and, it, and the sun comes out, it's burned up, and it's gone tomorrow. And he says... Your heavenly Father cares for you. You're more important than grass. You're more important than birds. And in verse 32, he says, For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient is the day sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Amen to that, right? Every day has its own troubles. Why borrow trouble from tomorrow? And yet in the, in the midst of all the trouble and all the chaos and all the things that are happening in the world or in our lives, personal tragedies, along with global tragedies, our Heavenly Father loves us. And He cares for us. And He knows that we need to eat. He knows that we need to be clothed. And He knows we need shelter. And He's going to take care of us. And, and he says, instead, instead of thinking about all those things and worrying and stressing about all those things, he says, instead, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.